sir, yes sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So it's been... You went to San Diego. Um, looked like you had a beautiful time with the family. Um, looked amazing, the pictures and stuff I saw. So I'm glad you got some time off. Cause I know work has been a little hectic, to say the least. So let me start off by saying that. But it seemed like after our last recording, all hell broke loose on the sports front. You had Bradley Beal being traded to Phoenix for Chris Paul and a bunch of second-round picks. Then you had Chris Paul being sent from Washington to Golden State. Not sure I like the fit, but we'll get to that in a minute. Then you had Washington dealing... Christoph Przingis to Boston, Marcus Martin and in Memphis, Tyus Jones and then in Washington, um, and the draft on top of everything else. So I don't know where you want to start with this crazy sports week. Man, uh, we're not going to even talk about uh, a historic uh, hitting performance <laughs> also put on by the Angels. I've never seen a team in baseball – 51 points. I'm, I'm sorry, 51. 25 points. It was 25 to 1. Yeah. With the baseball. Yeah, i never seen that, too. But we, we can talk about – we can. I mean, I don't know where else you want to start at, man. I'm, I mean, yeah, we can start off with the – what about – okay, let's go with Chris Paul going to Golden State. Yeah, so, one, I, I feel like it's a salary dump, right? Um, with the new collective bargaining agreement. I feel like they had to get rid of Jordan Poole. Maybe, just maybe, your boy Draymond <laughs> said the only way he resigns <laughs> is if Poole is gone. I don't know. And Stephen A. Smith brought this up on ESPN, and I, I, I agree with him. I, Fifth-wise, Chris Paul, a great player, but he's a little bit more methodical than what the Golden State Warriors um, usually like to play. I think this is his best chance to get a ring. Um, I think he'll see some more deals like this. Um, the fact that the Warriors had to give up basically two first-round picks also with Jordan Poole to get somebody to take his contract. I don't know. I'm excited to see what Jordan Poole does in Washington. He kind of gets to be the man. Uh, him and Tyus Jones, um, I think, would be a good combination. So I'm, I'm actually more curious in What's next with Washington than I am with Golden State? I, I just don't know how well Chris Paul fits into what they normally like to do. That, that's that's why I'm so confused too, Rodney. Like that this doesn't make any sense to me too. Now, if you're Golden State, I understand you're getting rid of Jordan Poole's contract, but with the new, like you said, with the new TV deals and the new agreements and everything, Jordan Poole's contract is actually kind of like a deal. When you think about it. Now, I know the the riffraff between him and, and Draymond Green and then him and Curry exchanged some words, too, during the playoffs. But that's just part of the winning culture there. I mean, I mean, Draymond Green got into it with Kevin Durant. He got into it with a bunch of guys. I don't understand how you get rid of Wiseman and Jordan Poole and you basically get nothing back in return. That just, yeah, the, the only thing I could think of is maybe – this means Kaminga gets more playing time. I I I don't know. Long term, it just I had Chris Paul all pegged to going to to Clippers. To be honest, when I when I saw the Golden State deal, I was shocked because he I don't think he starts for them. Right? Like, is he? How the hell does he even start? How how? I, okay, I love Steph. I love Chris Paul. I love Klay Thompson, but those guys aren't stopping nobody right now at this time in their careers. They're not stopping anybody. You're going straight to the lane on them. Steph Curry never really had amazing defense. Klay Thompson, before the injury, had decent defense. He was okay. And Chris Paul's older now, so guys are just blowing by those guys. The points are always high. It's always a high-scoring affair. Those guys are going to score. Chris Paul's going to get his mid-range jumper going. Steph and Klay, they can shoot the lights out, especially when they're on fire. But those games that they're going to be playing are really tough. How yeah. can you even stay in front of somebody in the clutch? Yeah, is is 
Because looking at the West right now, I don't think Golden State's definitely not better than Denver, right? Denver's pretty much going to bring everybody back, probably. They're not better than the Lakers. They're probably not better than Memphis, um, considering that Ja gets his, his issues under control. I think them bringing in Marcus Smart is, a, is an underrated move. He's going to whip that whole locker room into shape. They're not even better than Sacramento Kings right now, Rodney. Sacramento yeah, is young probably, and they're learning to win. And Sacramento yeah. is going to be really good next season. Yeah, I, I, I have Golden State kind of in that abyss where you're, you're probably the fourth or fifth best team, but you're not good enough to win it. You're good enough to make the, probably the first and second round interesting, but I don't even have them conference finals. I mean, the Lakers are better than them at this point. And, Rodney, you want to hear something crazy? I got two other teams that are better than them too, and they just get even better. Uh Look out for the Thunder. The Thunder were really good last season. They had a bunch of injuries. They get the first-round draft pick back this year because he got injured. Oh, and yes. they already Chet, had a um, with Chet. I mean, yeah. are you serious? Like, come on, man. Like, they be, I don't see – where is your big man at, Golden State? What, what, I, I'm trying to – Looney? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't get This is a bad move. I'm so disappointed in this move. Chris Paul, he's older. I I just don't see you getting rid of Jordan Poole and two draft picks for Chris yeah. Paul. I, I'm, we'll have to wait and see. I'm curious to get your thoughts on Phoenix because when I saw the Phoenix deal, I was shocked. And then what I wasn't shocked in a good way. I know people have crowned them already Western Conference champs and – Last time I checked, Denver still plays in the West. Don't think this move necessarily makes them better than Denver. And I think after you get past your starting five, if you Phoenix, where do you go? I'm really interested to see how they shape out this roster. It'll be real interesting to see if KD and company can stay healthy because that's been – KD hasn't been healthy. Bradley Bill, I think, has played maybe on average like 60 games the last like three seasons. I'm just Yeah. I don't know. And then DeAndre Aiden, they kept they keep playing a big three, and I feel bad for DeAndre Aiden because I'm like, he signed a Mac deal last summer, and y'all just forget the brother is in Phoenix. I I just don't know once you get past that starting five, where, where do you go? Well, they're trying to get rid of Aiden right now, Rodney. Um, I had looked at uh, two reports, and um, well, one report reversed back to what we just was talking about. They said Steph Curry was pissed off, and he's angry with uh, what's going on right now in Golden State because he feels like they got rid of Poole and Wiseman. They didn't get nothing back in return. And he said, you want to build within, you need young core guys. So... I heard about that one. And then the next one was the Phoenix Suns are trying to move uh, Aiden. They're trying to work out a three-team deal. They want Tobias Harris. They want Tobias Harris. They feel he'll, he'll fit in big as a, a power Tobias forward. Tobias Harris is, is ridiculous. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out a third team, though, where I need to get Aiden. Um, they tried to throw the Pistons in there to see if the Pistons can get rid of some guys. They like uh, Isaiah Stewart. They like guys on the Pistons because they're hard workers and they don't make that much money. You know, they're up for a big contract. If you can get Aiden and then swing him this way, you can pick up Wiseman or yeah, pick up uh, Isaiah Stewart or some of them other guys. I don't Alec think Burks. Aiden, Aiden really fits what the Pistons want to do, right? No, I, I, that's why. I, but the Pistons, knowing the damn Pistons, man, they, 100 guards – no small forwards, 100 guards, 100 centers. I don't know what the hell the Pistons are doing. The, so I, the, I don't know what's going on anymore. I, I feel like I the, next, the next month, um, Trey Weaver has to undo that logjam at center. Um, but back to Phoenix. Tobias Harris, I, I, will, I would love to see him on that Phoenix team. I just, the reports are uh, Philadelphia wants a king ransom for Tobias here, which I don't get, um, he's because he's been linked to the Pistons. Apparently, 
Cleveland asks about him, and they want Garland and Mobley in return. And I'm like, what crack has, has the GM over Daryl Morey <laughs> been, been on in Philadelphia? But no, but no, think about it, Rodney. Somehow, some way, maybe we don't see it because I'm, I'm looking at the playoffs and I'm looking at Tobias Harris being inconsistent. But he's a hot commodity out here, man. A lot of teams really want him. I heard the Knicks want him too. The Knicks are trying to swing some type of deal to pick him up and someone else. Um, they've been they've been dangling Julius Randle for the longest. I don't know why Julius is even still even wants to be in New York because they've been trying to trade him for the longest. But yeah, Tobias Harris is a huge asset. I guess because he does play good defense, he can, he, he can I mean, be a spot a up good. three guy. Yeah, he's a good 3 and D guy. I just think Philadelphia, and I mean, I like him as a player, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually met him. I like him as a person. But you're not going to get Evan Mobley and Darius Garland or the multiple first-round picks that has, has been reported coming out of Philly in return for him. I just think that's insane. Um. So do you do you think the the Knicks have a good chance of uh of getting Tobias Harris and uh and possibly I like, uh I feel like New York has a good chance. I feel like any of the teams that's been linked to him have a really good chance to to get him because if uh, Philly um is real realistic. Um, I'm, I'm more so. Are you are you surprised that Dame Lillard is still on Portland? No, well, uh, no, because that's this is another good one too. Dame Lillard's been a hot commodity out there too, and of course anybody would love Dame Lillard. He's he's a game changer. He's a changer. He can change a whole franchise. They picked up School Henderson. I think Dame Lillard's on his way out, man. So they're just trying to put something together and get a huge haul for him. I wouldn't mind giving New York what they want. Okay, New York. So you want Dame Lillard? Okay, that's fine. We'll give you that. Give me R.J. Barrett. Give me uh, – <laughs> I want a huge haul from New York. Give me Julius Randle. Give me R.J. Barrett. I'm quite sure they'll be willing to part with those guys. And give me some draft picks. And you can have Dame Lillard. You're talking about getting Scoot Henderson, R.J. Barrett, and then uh, Julius Randle. They still got a couple other people over there too, man, in Portland. That's a playoff team right there to me. So you yeah. can have Dame Lillard. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I thought the this was School Henderson was the best available player in the draft, but I, I I was wondering when Portland made that move, does that spell the end for Dane? Do you try to pair him? He said that he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. I think if I'm Portland, and I think if I'm Dane Camp, you you got to get in the room and kind of have like the the conversation that. Watch they have with Bradley Bill. Hey, this is going to be a rebuild. Do you want to be a part of it? Let's put you in a win-win situation. Let you go chase that ring. I know that you have this desire to only play for one team, but probably not going to happen here. I thought right, the, you, No, no, I agree with you. I agree with you on that one, Rodney. I don't see why they wouldn't do that for him. But a lot of the teams that are good that he wants to go play for, that are playoff teams, they really have nothing to offer. They don't have any draft picks. They don't have anything. So Yeah, so, I mean, because even if you look at Miami, does that mean giving up Bam Alibayu? And if I'm Dame, do I want to go to Miami and try to pair with Butler without Bam being there? I don't know. Right. If right. And you, right. You lose a lot. If I'm Portland – I mean, Philly's been mentioned. If I'm if I'm Portland, Maxi has to be part of the deal. And do I really want to pair up in Philly with Embiid without Maxi being in there? Now, if I, if they somehow Philly can keep Maxi and maybe do a sign and trade with James Harden, if I'm Dame, I'm open to that. But I, if I'm Dame, if you don't, if I don't have Maxi as part of the deal, I probably don't want to go to Philly. Exactly. Like now you're putting yourself in a position to where you you're not gonna go deep into a playoff run. Guys like guys like Dame Lillard, this is what this is what really makes it hard for guys like Dame Lillard. And also guys like Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill was in a rare situation 
where they were so anxious to get rid of him, they just took a raw deal. That's just being honest. They got a really bad deal. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't I, know. If, yeah, because when you look at it, it's like you got Chris Paul that you shipped out. Um, you got a throw-in player, basically. Yeah, you got Shamit, which is a, a super throw-in. They're gonna, he's not going to even probably be there got, next season. You got some peak swap with. I mean, what are those, really? <laughs> And then right. what six second round picks? Like, how many players <laughs> in the sec? How many Draymond Greens are you finding in the second round of the draft? Probably not many. So, yeah, that, that's why I said it, that was ridiculous. So when you got a player like Dame Lillard with that huge contract, it's hard to move him. And I think that does Dame have a sign and trade also? But he doesn't have a, a no, no trade clause. I don't correct? think he does have a, a a no trade or whatever. I, I, you got to be going back to Phoenix because Phoenix got, is reminding me of the Rams right now in the NFL when they used to say F them picks. Phoenix has literally no first or second round picks for like, what, seven years? Yeah. They, but you know what? By the time they wind up unloading some of those guys, it'll come back to them because they're trying to get rid of Aiden right now. If they can get Aiden, get rid of Aiden and then pick up a but, couple picks for him and a decent but I, player. But I think about I think about. Where does Aiden fit in today's NBA? I mean, we just went we just went through a draft where like you like three of the top centers in college basketball didn't get drafted. Um and Aiden's not like Wimbiata or Anthony Davis. I mean, he is an old school back to the basket center. He don't really fit in today's NBA. Exactly. That's that's what makes it hard to unload him. And that's why I was like, please, Pistons don't get him. Like he he doesn't shoot long range jumpers. Yeah, his mid range yeah, is kind of shaky. Mid-range jumpers all yeah, that his mid range is even shaky. Yeah, his mid range is shaky. I mean, he doesn't have excellent footwork or anything. It's like he's a drumming, uh, a little bit more advanced than drumming. I say his basketball IQ might be a little bit better than drumming, but I just don't understand how this man. We like Greg Monroe. Yeah, how the hell is he going to get moved? I'm trying to with that huge contract they gave him. Now I can understand why the the owner sold the team and did everything else because he was just basically moving off of emotion, man. And he figured like, hey, I'm gonna get this guy a deal because we finally start winning, and now I feel like I owe it yeah, to him. But, that, but they, it's like the dumbest move ever because it's coming back back to Bison, right? Indiana signed him to an offer sheet and you matched it. Like, had you not matched it? <laughs> He'll be an Indiana Pacer right now. You wouldn't even you you wouldn't even have this problem. You'll be able to do what you need to do to build around to build a team around KD, Bill, and um, Booker. I'm also interested to see how Bill Booker and KD because they pretty much all play the same position. I mean, okay, so if I'm if I'm the the Suns. Maybe we can make a deal with the Pacers. The Pacers won them the first time. Maybe they can wind up getting Turner. I like the way Turner can shoot threes. He's really good at blocking. He actually has good footwork. He plays, you know, he plays defense. He can stay with defenders. He gives Joker hell sometimes. You know, I just think that Turner would have been a smart move. But at the same time, that's why Indiana didn't get rid of him and they wind up re-signing Turner. So I don't know what you want to do and where can Aiden go. Or where can you possibly trade them to? Um, it is some teams that need centers. Uh, maybe Dallas. Maybe Dallas. Yeah, I, yeah we'll, we'll, I, don't, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Charlotte Hornets. I'm just, I'm just thinking of teams that probably just need people that. Speaking of Charlotte, <laughs> Michael Jordan selling the team for his majority stake for $3 billion. Man, that is insane. They still let him run the NBA drive. <laughs> they still I mean he still he still has uh some stake in the team. So it'll be always looked upon as Michael Jordan's Hornets, even though he doesn't have the majority stake in the team. Um I mean it is what it, he's still making money, he's still making decisions. And he's still Michael Jordan, so that it is what, it, and they had so many draft picks this year, man. They can't go wrong. They had like what uh, in the first and second round. Then they had like six draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, it's impossible. 
one of those guys out of the six got to be good. Yeah, well, I just <laughs> somebody got to be good, Rodney. At the, at this point, I mean, the NBA draft was kind of it was it was different. You had an international player go number one. You had a man that brought a gun to a murder and a homicide is still under investigation going number two. You yeah. had overtime G League players go what go three. Then you your four and fifth pick was like the thorn in the NCAA and the NBA side in overtime elite. Um, so it's a very different draft. No true center went in the first round, really, right? Right. And then the Pistons. Yeah, we ain't forgot about you fools. You picked a brother that wasn't good. So. <laughs> you picked a brother that. I, 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 will, I will say this. The player that the Pistons have been, been linked to for most of the mock draft. Well, I guess we'll wait and see if every team is right but Houston because he, they have been linked, linked to Cam Whitmore up until like 24 hours before the draft. The last mock draft I saw actually had them picking um, a Seer Thompson, which is where they went. Right, which but made no sense. Cam Whitmore, I, he had like the Aaron Rodgers NFL draft weight, right? <laughs> Supposed to go top five and get picked at 20. So, it'll be interesting to see who was right. This was, I believe, um, Trey Weaver, make or break draft. We'll see if he was right. He's got to make some moves. I don't get the pick at 25. You pick up another guard. That, that that's, that's the Pistons. That is the Pistons in a nutshell. Senders and guards. Thompson no kind of. Thompson kind of makes sense, right, um, and if he develops a shot. But at least, you know, you can slide. He's 6'7", so he could possibly play the three. But then you take a, a maybe a 6'1 guard and Sasser at 25. I don't care if he's a bulldog or half Lindsey Hunter qualities. You ain't got no small forward. You, I, I, who's your who's – your, <laughs> That's what I was. That's what I was. Did they forget that small forwards and power forwards belong in the NBA? I just yeah, I don't understand. So I don't are, understand. Are, um, I'm real curious to see um, the the lineup Monty Williams deploys, especially that second unit. I mean, I I get the first unit. You go Ivy K Thompson Beef doing and Doran. Who can shoot in second unit except Isaiah Livers? Like, you got one. Yeah, I, I don't even know where they go from here. I love Beef Stew, but he's not a starter in this league. He's not a starter. You know he's not what? a starter, man. Not at not center. And he's too oh. slow to be power forward. He's not fast enough to be power forward. Or um, Orlando, he doesn't stretch the floor. Orlando surprised me with the Jeff Howard pick, right? Built it was early, but at least he can shoot. Like right. if the Pistons picked him, I could say in a prism, okay, he plays defense, he's lanky. You don't have to worry about him developing a jumper because he already has one. You got a bunch of players. Hopefully, K during his basically year off. Hopefully, he developed more of a jumper. Hopefully, J Jaden Ivy has developed at least a mid-range. But you got a bunch of players that don't shoot well consistently. Right. right. Nobody shoots well. You brung in uh you brung in the um Bogdanovich. Um but it, do you start well, him? I know he's older. Move. Yeah, he's older and I know he signed he signed through this this season. At next season he'll be a free agent. But if we don't do nothing, they're going to move on from him in in mid-season. They're going to move on from him. They, they already got a bunch of teams trying to get him anyway. But it's just – I don't understand. Like you just said, nobody on that team is really a legit legit threat at shooting. Like you can leave those guys wide open. Nobody – how can you stretch the floor? You can't do anything. So now you got the Pistons. You got guys that can't really shoot that well, jacking up threes, throwing up 33s per game and only hitting probably eight of them or seven of them. So you got seven for 30. That's how last season happened. Guys were just yeah. atrocious. 
Yeah, it's like who... I guess the frustrating thing for me when you look at the Pistons, right, is pretty much you started this rebuild way before some other teams. Like we, like you said earlier, OKC has a better roster. Orlando has a better roster. The Rockets probably has a better roster. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I only team I could think of that might be in worse shape right now because their starting point guard will probably be out, well, will be out all of next season, probably Chicago. They're kind of stuck in no man's land right now. And they still got two of the best scorers that can legit go out and get you 30 points every game in uh, DeRozan and in and, and, uh, Zach. Those and DeRozan would be here right now had, they, had the owner listened to – Dwayne Casey, so. Exactly. And you got two guys right there. And they still got some other young guys, too, that are pretty good. And don't forget that they still got uh, the center um, the center that they got from Chicago, too. He, he can get you 20 points. If you look at it with 15 to 20 a game, so you look at their, their roster right there, you got three guys that can get you at least 70 points in a nutshell every night, and which they do. That's how Chicago wind up, you know, going making a little run. Other than that, and they're building off of those guys. And they're still better than the Pistons. Like, the Pistons yeah, right uh, now, I, yeah, I don't see them winning 25 games, yeah. man. Like, not in today's NBA. If you look so, at that. I'm, I'm hoping that Imani Williams can do whatever he does, be the point guard whisperer, whatever he does, where players start to take some, some leaps and bounds. Hopefully... K come back healthy, I because unless there's a monumental move in, in free agency or or at the trade deadline, the artist right, I mean the Pistons right now as it is is still set up to be the worst team in the league. Exactly, that's why it it was so big right now for them to go get one of these small fours, and I've been stressing them, hey stressing about the Pistons, go ahead and, and go get somebody that can, can legit score. We need scoring. The game has changed. Teams are throwing up 100-plus points a game. This isn't fucking 2004. You're not going to be scoring 80, 90 points a game, 70. You have to score 100-plus, 105-plus. The game has just evolved. You got teams shooting the lights out. It's impossible for you not to have a, a center or a power forward that can't stretch the floor and shoot threes. Even Rasheed was stretching the floor shooting threes. Yeah, and, and I really think Doran can, can do that if he keeps developing right. So I feel like the one position that you got taken care of is probably the center. Cade, right. we'll have to see how he comes back. Ivy, we have to see how he develops, but... You got a bunch of question marks, so I, I don't know. I'm more frustrated with the Pistons than ever before. <laughs> you, you, you ready to talk NFL? Because the Pistons is just depressing. Man, they they really depressing, and we can definitely talk some NFL because I'm I'm about done with their asses. Yeah. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Oh, you, hold on! Wait, wait, Rodney! Wait, wait! Hold on! Wait. I just looked at uh, the odds. They just released the odds on favorite for um, NBA uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Cam Whitmore is number six on that list. Um, of course, Wimbanyana is uh, number one. Chet Holmgren is number two. Um, <laughs> Scoot Henderson, number three. And I forgot who the other people were. But, like, uh, the guy that we drafted was, like, number nine or ten on that list. Um and Walker, I think Walker was on that list too, like right behind him. But yeah, uh, Cam Whitmore, they got him as number six. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's, that's kind of tough. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say, man. I we can move on to the next subject. <laughs> so, one, the NFL is still scrambling to find a team to take hard knocks. <laughs> Did you see that that they asked the, the Lions to actually do it again? Yeah, they said no. Yeah, um, this this has been maybe ninety ninety one is the last time I've seen the Lions getting this much love in, in the preseason. You had 
Travis Kelsey <laughs> tell Jamar Chase to put some respect on, <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes' name. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited because that's Cincinnati, Kansas City. That's shaping up to be a rivalry for for us to enjoy years to come. You got Tom Brady going back to to New England at the start of the season. Hell, you had the Kansas City Chiefs. I've never seen this before. Maybe I missed it if they did it the last time they won the Super Bowl. They had a ring ceremony, what, last week that was um, looked like the Mets Gala, basically. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was fancy. I, I mean, I, it's what the times change. We haven't won nothing in football. Listen, if the Lions win, they better go all the hell out. They better... <laughs> They better land a motherfucking spaceship to hand those rings if, out. If, if the Lions win the Super Bowl, they need a they need like a a week long parade. We need a week long celebration. So man, a week. We need a year. <laughs> it was the whole damn year to the next season start. I'm celebrating every goddamn man. I I don't I don't I think I'm gonna celebrate a whole year. I mean, Rodney, think about it. We don't seen people. We don't see my grandfather. We don't see other people endure this horrible thing called the Detroit Lions for too long. <laughs> yeah, like, we, I just, people have died, moved on, done everything else in life, and the Lions still haven't won anything. Yeah, so, and folks, let me just... We gotta celebrate just, for our ancestors. Uh, yeah, for our <laughs> non-Detroit Lions fans. My dad turned 65 yesterday. He's never seen the Lions win an NFL championship because last time they won anything... Um, NFL League wide championship of fifty seven. He was born in fifty eight. That is terrible. That is terrible. That is really terrible. I don't. Were, were they even an NFL team at that time? Were they something else? Or they, they, they were an NFL team, but they, you know, that was the, that's when they used to have the NFC championship or something. Um, so. Yeah. Oh man, it wasn't even a. It wasn't even a Super Bowl, was it? No. That is terrible. That is, yeah, man. We yeah, we have to have a whole year long celebration, man. And and if you win a championship here, you will be forever embedded in the glory. Somebody needs to tell those guys that everything will be free to you here: cars, food, anything that you want will be free to you if you win a championship here. That's how bad we want the Lions to win. Yeah. I- yeah, sign me up for the celebration of the Lions do that. Some other news, L- L.A., let's talk about the Rams. Apparently, Matthew Stafford is, is, is healthy. I hope so. I still don't see them winning anything. I think this is the last year we'll have Aaron Donald. I believe after this this last year of uh, Stafford uh, stinking up the place, I think he'll retire too. He needs to retire after this one. Yeah. So dare I say that who, who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Oh, it's it's a couple. It's a couple. Well, no, 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 he doesn't fall. In that, he doesn't fall in that. Ca- no, both of those guys. Now you know the best quarterback right now resides in Philly. Yeah. Right so Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts and who's next? Yo, not those two guys. Hell no. I'm just, I'm just saying who. Who? I know this might sound bad. I know you I'm don't want to hear retired. this. I know this might sound bad, and you don't want to probably hear it, but if you're talking about pound for pound guys that actually can carry a team, and he just doesn't have anything around him, and you really got to watch out for for Chase, man. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, but you're – your homeboy that you don't like, man, out in, in Arizona, man. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but he nice, man. He nice. He nice. 
Nice. At, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. He's very nice at getting coaches fired. Oh, come on, man. You can't think it. You're right. Who else? And I wouldn't even put golf. I'll put golf probably top. Probably I'll put top him before six, your seven. guy. Hell no. Come on. Why are you doing this, man? I'll, put, doing I'll this? put Justin Fields before your guy. No, hell no. No, see, look, Justin Fields got to show me that he actually can throw it to somebody instead of running for 200 yards every game. He got to show me that he actually can toss the ball to somebody. Kyler Murray's got to show me that he wants to play football, Murray. He wants to play video games. I'm just saying, like, the guys that we talking about it used to be in chase, man. If you – okay, so I'll put it to you like this. Okay, so we talking about from Philly to Chicago to Arizona – all those guys got one thing in common. They're going to run their fucking asses off. They can run. they runners. They used to be in chased around the field. But out of all those guys, Murray is the main one that has a decent arm on him. Hurts got a, Hurts got a better arm than Fields. But, Murray, we don't see Murray toss the ball all the way to D-Hop and make an amazing catch. But it starts with that pass. And D-Hop not walking through that door. They still got Hollywood Brown. They still got Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I'm so, I'm very interested to see where D Hop ends up at. Um, I don't like that the Lions aren't. Oh, go ahead, bro. Especially if it if it happens to be New England. Yeah, that's a stupid move. Let's just be honest, Roddy. We both know that's a bad move, right? Where are you going there for? And, and they're not, not going to even get, pay you what not, you want. Not to get a ring. Yeah, you don't want to. Then you're really not interested in winning if you go there. Let's just be honest. And you they're not going to pay you what you want. You got a better chance of getting a ring with the Lions. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? The Lions, but I don't think the Lions are pursuing him. That's the problem. The Lions just set up here and gave DJ Chark $20 million for one season last year. They have not replaced DJ Chark and got nobody else. They got Mar- They said they got Marvin Jones. I'm sorry, Marvin Jones Jr., <laughs> you got him for two nickels that you rubbed together, <laughs> and look, you got him because you the other guys got cut for doing the um the gambling shit. So they he kind of replaced them with money wise. How much are they playing Marvin Jones? Like six million or something? I'm talking about like it ain't shit. Like I got six million, but no, I'm just saying like if they don't go ahead and get D Hop that goddamn money, just give him the money for one season, just one season, Lions. Show everybody that you're at least trying to win something. Well, he has a fully guaranteed base salary of $1.4 million, along with a prorated $1.6 million signing bonus. That's Marvin Jones? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you, you're not paying – you paid that shit to Cephas <laughs> or somebody. Like, you pay the kick, the kicker makes more than that. Come on, man. Marvin Jones 100 years old, man. So – Let's just go ahead and give D-Hop his money. Jameson Williams is going to be tied up in litigation for the next six games. They still trying to – the NFL still trying to figure out if he did something wrong or not. They already suspended him, so they can't take it back. I mean, come on, man. Because I I guess I know the the, – and for those that haven't been paying attention to the J-Mo, Jameson Williams thing – is apparently he wasn't in the Lion facility when he placed the bet. He was at the team hotel, so. <laughs> right, so they don't know if that's bad or good, so that's the problem. The NFL, but they, the NFL already suspended him, so you can't take it back. That's what they're saying, so. That's how the NFL moves. Yeah, I just can't believe you still die, dying on this Kyler Murray here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no, Arizona, won't, Arizona won't win four games next year. No, man. Off of, off of him. So think about, okay, so right now, Rodney, we can do it like this then. Who are, give, me, give me your top ten. I'll do it like this. We can do top ten. Who are your top ten quarterbacks in the NFC? Um. Okay, so NFC quarterbacks. Of course, um, we got Jalen Hurts at one, right? Right. We don't even have we don't even have to uh, count them down because I think it'll be hard to find ten. 
It is hard to find. Without you, yeah. without you, look, without you saying Murray though, that's the problem. Without you saying Kyler Murray, you, how can you discredit the man? He's good. He's good. Look, I'll just give you some quarterbacks I have ahead of him. Okay, Dak. Oh no, hell no. You know Dak is trash, but that's fine. We can do that. <laughs> I got your boy, small hands here in Detroit, Jerry Goff. Okay, I, I'll take that. Golf is a golf right now is a top quarterback in the NFC right now. He's he he can be top five, top seven. He's there. So if we got Hurts, Golf, Dak, if, and this is a big if. If healthy, I got Matthew Stafford back ahead of him. What? That team is terrible. All they got is Cooper Cup. Okay, so you got Stafford. Okay. You better not say it, Rodney. You better not say it. So that's one, two, three, four. I know you said Fields already. You didn't yeah. say it now, but I'm going to go Fields. That's five. Now you got five more without saying Kyler Murray. You got five and more then, people. And then, I, and then I, I'm, I'm going to put Kyler Murray right next to Derek Carr. Come on. <laughs> I, I'll, put him, I'll put him right ahead of Derek Carr. Now, you want to hear something crazy? I When I was down in San Diego, had a strong argument with some family members. There's some huge Derek Carr fans. They believe that Derek, now Derek Carr has thrown for 4,000 yards on multiple occasions. Last year, he threw for 4,000 yards. I believe that you might be right about placing Derek Carr and Kyler Murray in the same. Because they both throw for a lot of yards. But I feel like Kyler Murray and Derek Carr have had a plethora of good players around them. They just wasn't able to get the best out of them. Do you believe that? Mm, yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, the Cardinals had a great defense at once upon a time. Then you had D-Hop and the tight end was good. The running back situation was good, too. Like they always had a decent team. They just weren't able to, you know, do what they were supposed to do. I guess injuries. If you want to say injuries plagued them, then that's fine, too. The same thing with the Raiders also. And I guess when you think about it, it does fall on the quarterback because the quarterback is the head of the the snake. So maybe it does fall on that. Okay, so you got, you got Murray and you got Derek Carr. So now yeah. you got three more. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Justin yes. Fields. We already said Fields. We got Hurts, uh, Golf, Fields, Dak, Kyler Murray, Stafford, and Derek Carr. Gino, Kirk Cousins. I hell, I don't know no. they all the same at this point. Yeah, yeah it, it feel like Spider Man when they all point at each other. Take off your mask. Or <laughs> they all look. Gino Smith and Kirk Cousins the same person. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> All right, so we got Geno Smith, and then we got Captain Kirk, right? And we still missing one person. That's how bad the quarterbacks are at the NFC. That's how bad they are. Like, that's really bad. That is really bad, Rodney. I can't. Wow. Daniel Jones, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now, you know, did Daniel Jones, I don't think Daniel Jones. Wait a minute. I, okay, I, I got hey, one. I'll say if healthy, Brock Purdy. Yeah, okay, there we go. All right, we can say Purdy. That's fine. I like that one too. Even though he's not going to be the uh, the starter, they're going to yeah. go with uh, the other guy that I think is terrible, but they they love him. Yeah, yeah. For, and that's everybody's picking the 49ers too. But if you think about the 49ers and the Eagles, yeah, they're both. Wait beautiful. a minute. They don't, I forgot. <laughs> Your boy is out with an ACL injury, so they don't even have him on the um, list of quarterbacks right now. They have Colt McCoy starting for Arizona. <laughs> no, Murray will be back. Murray will be back. Uh, and I don't, and, and for people that's wondering, we're not going to pick the rookies because. That's foolish. If you think a rookie's going to come into this league and tear it up right now, especially for the Carolina Panthers, for the Texans, for guys that are going to start the rookies out straight out the gate, not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. Not right now. It takes at least a year or two for them to get acclimated. Um, it took Joe Burrow a little while, too. It took all those guys a little it took while. So. Man, a while. Yeah, it took all of them a while, man. So 
They're not going to come out tearing it up out the gate. Um, the people that we have in this top 10 right here are actually certified type 10. Except for, and I guess Cousins, the Cousins of Jefferson uh, connection will always be right there. So Captain Kirk can get at least 15 touchdowns from the hands of Jefferson alone. So uh, Geno Smith, all he has to do is be efficient with the ball and not make turnovers, and then that Seattle team is actually pretty decent. Um, yeah, so, but that's Same how bad Kirk. the NFC quarterback situation is. That <laughs> Geno right. Smith is in the top ten. Right, that's how bad it is. Even having Dak Prescott, man, like. So wait a minute, I'm on Pro Football Focus where they have ranked. The quarterback. So I'm going to tell you what number a NFC quarterback first appears. So at one, they have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, all AFC quarterback, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts comes in at seven. Okay. Right. That's then about you right. have Trevor Lawrence. For some god awful reason, they have Kirk Cousins at nine. Yeah, now I don't watch. Now, now I just like pro football focus. Kirk <laughs> Cousins at nine. They, they must be drunk. They're drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. absurd, man. So we got about 15 minutes left. Summertime TV shows. There are three good shows out right now, two of which I think you probably have seen. The third one, I'm not so sure because it actually comes out on Apple TV. But the, the three shows I'm talking about, The Bear on Hulu, which I've finished. Yeah, we, that's a, that's a one that's an in-one-sitting type of show. It gets you really locked in. I love The Bear. Um, can I give away spoilers for The Bear? Yeah, you can give away some spoilers. Episode 7, please. Episode 7 of Season 2, getting so, special guest cameo appearance by a lot of people. Oh, go, so, ahead. go ahead. So, Episode 6 and 7 were my two favorite episodes. Yeah, they were. They were both my favorite. Straight chaos. Lots of chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, those two episodes were... Um, must must see. They, they came at, like, the perfect time... And for this season too, uh, the the ending was as only you would expect the the bear to be at this point. <laughs> and you know what, man? Like, like giving away cameo appearances. I'm a huge Jamie Lee Curtis fan, man. Shout out for her. Yeah, I, I didn't the see that one coming. I didn't either, man. And shout out to her, man. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. She did a fucking masterful job on that show. She mm -hmm. showed her ass. That acting chops on that woman right there. Salute you. She had, I, she sold me. Cause like I I I can separate her from from Halloween series like all the way. Like that's yeah. the bear's mom. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, she sold that motherfucker, man. Jesus Christ. If she didn't play like a, a horrible mother figure with psychotic issues. I know they tried to say it was from the you know death in the family and everything, but she was crazy. And I love yeah, it. Yeah, and and then it kind of looms over the rest of the season too into um, the remaining few episodes too. Right, and it lets you know why all the kids are fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like the like the brothers fucked up, the sisters fucked up, the bears fucked. Up. Everybody got fucking horrible social issues and anxiety, and that's why I love the show. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I thought because you always worry like season one was so good that. They might have this sophomore like slump, not the bear. It's, it's must see TV. If you haven't checked it out, um, the bear is on Hulu. The other show that I've been waiting on to come out the for the whole for the summer, and I need Disney Plus to get get with the program and release all of the episodes at once. Is the mini series of Secret Invasion with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh man, that's the one for um on the Disney. Yeah, so season one came out. I, I believe it was Wednesday that the the first episode came out. It's a six part mini series. Um, episode two dropping this Wednesday. 
episode one was phenomenal. Of course, Samuel L. Jackson, he's Samuel L. Jackson. He he killed it. Um, I just wish um, they would release all of the all of the sh- uh, episodes all at once instead of us having to wait weekly. But it is what it is. Yeah, I hate when I hate when shows do that. Like, quit quit playing with me. Um, my other show that I love, I know this might not be on Rodney's radar. Uh, they, I still don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's still one hell of an amazing show, man. Those goddamn monsters, you going through tree loopholes, it's just it's all over the goddamn place, and I love it. It's chaos. Um, a new busload of people rolled in, um, and they're getting ripped to shreds. There's nothing like watching people getting their insides eaten. Um, I love this show. <laughs> it's awesome. If you haven't watched they, you can watch it on uh it's on MGM Plus now. Um that's the old Encore. It's no longer that's Encore, it's MGM Plus. I know I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy. I didn't realize like how much of a cult following it had. It's really good too, man. It's a really good show. So Rodney, please go watch that show, sir. You will really love it. The actors are really good. It's all over the place. Matter of fact, I think you can watch the season for free. If you have Roku TV, Roku TV, you can watch the first season for free. They have it set up to watch it for free. So go check it out. And then it automatically wants you to get to second season. So watch the first season for free. You'll fall in love. Yeah, the show that's on Apple TV. Apple TV also needs to give it the, the times and release all their episodes at once. Yes, Kevin Durant, I believe, is the executive, co-executive producer of this show, but Swagger. Oh, you know what? I was going to watch. I have Apple TV. Uh, thank you, Apple TV, for ripping me off for at least like four months now. Um, just taking money out of my account. I don't watch you at all, but you have got me for money. So thank you, Apple TV. And uh, I will watch Swagger. I think I canceled you finally, but I will, I will watch you. I got thirty more days of you, Apple TV. Yeah. So season <laughs> one is already all the episodes of season one is already on there. Um, season two debuted. I want to. It came out of nowhere. It was like Thursday or Friday. I got an alert that said um, episode one of season two was out. Um, it stars O'Shea. Um, Junior, so Ice Cube son playing okay. a AU basketball coach to what is supposed to be, I guess, a a young type Kevin Durant type player in the DMV area. But it's it's a really good show. Okay, I'm gonna check that out because I know LeBron has his show too, um, about uh you know basically growing up in Akron and all that stuff too. So I. I'll check that out too. And then um, I guess yeah, and stuff has something coming out soon too, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And All right, man. I think his might be on Apple TV too. And I'm waiting on HBO Max to go ahead and uh bring back my uh my show with Magic Johnson and all those guys. The oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if that's coming back. Yeah, because they got to. Yeah, they got magic on their food. And I'm like, damn, this where the hell they get this storyline off magic from? Jesus Christ. Let's if see. you guys haven't watched that show, they got magic just on there acting a goddamn fool. And, and I, I you know, it's entertainment, you know, and I think that's why Magic Johnson and the rest of those guys didn't want to. Uh, yeah, they did their acknowledge that show anti-winning time, and <laughs> did the did the show that that was on Apple TV, the documentary type show on Apple TV. Right, and I, I remember, so, uh, and Jenny had Jenny had the one that was on Hulu. Jenny Bus did. She had the one that was on Hulu, I think. So I watched that one and I watched the Magic one too. That was so the season two, uh, Winning Time is coming out later this summer, August the sixth. All right, I need that. 
Because they, you know what, that, those people that portray Magic and Cookie, Kareem, and some of the other people, um, um, I mean, just everybody that they had coming through in there. They even had some special guest appearances by uh, Mike Epps and a couple other people too. Man, like they got a lot of star appearances in there. It's really good. It's a good. They they did good on that show. But I know why Magic mad if that's the way they portraying them. Now, Rodney, I know we got five minutes left. The music. How do you feel about oh. Killer Mike's album? I'm glad you brought that up. I think it's the album of the year so far. Yes. Yes. Uh, Killer Mike, you got it, brother. You got it. You can have it. Album of the year. You got it. You got it. Yeah. I, I said the same thing. The the Everything. The lyrics, the production, the guests. They, it, it's off. It's... it's it's no skips. It's, it's a vibe. Um, it made me think about the Kendrick Lamar uh, bar where he was like, Killer Mike would be platinum. So it's put, put some respect on that brother's name. Man, Killer Mike, man. You, you went in and you went crazy on this album. We proud of you, my boy. Because uh, we needed that. You know, we we we've been talking about this the past couple of weeks, Rodney. We like, damn man, it's been a horrible time for hip hop, and and Young Thug released a solid project too. It sounds like it might be dated. Sound like it like he probably put some tracks. I know he's in jail going through litigation right now, so it sounds like they just put some stuff together. Um, you can tell that they probably did. It's actually not that bad. Like they probably took some of his best cuts he had in the vault and then released it. So it's not bad. Drake on like four songs, three or four songs or something like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, all right, so Rodney, question. We got two people that's beefing right now in hip hop. We got Jim Jones and Pusha T. How do you like the diss by Jim Jones in response to Pusha T? So we'll, we'll go first. How do you like Pusha T's diss, which was kind of subliminal, they played it during the fashion show in Paris, and then Jim Jones just released a diss track uh, yesterday. So, what do you think? The the Pusha T one was okay. The Jim Jones one, I liked it, but they they a little too old for this right now. <laughs> I I thought the Pusha T one was like really subliminal. It it kind of like. I mean, he said his little couple bars, and he kept it moving. Um, Jim Jones, he finally responded. It was okay. It just, I don't know. I guess I wasn't. Jim Jones is not a diss record <laughs> rapper. I'll put it like that. He. Yeah, it just, that wasn't him. That, that wasn't think, him. Uh, like, when he was beefing with Jay-Z, that didn't go well for him. Even when I was some lemon dissing him, that didn't go well. Uh, he's not a battle rapper. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm proud of him for at least giving it a try. Uh, good job on that one, Jim Jones. We salute to you, brother. You you gave it a try. Yeah, he you gets know, a participation you, trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all in all, they both too old for that. I know Jim Jones threw the first stone, uh, saying that uh, name five Pusha T uh, songs that you like. And, Pusha T never influenced anybody. And I'm like, damn, man, Jim Jones. That just lets you know how far apart, like, in music or how people in New York may be in a bubble. I'm not sure. Because uh, Pusha T got a lot of fucking music. Just him and his brother alone. And the clips alone have, like, like, amazing music. He, like, if I'm thinking about the, the Kanye when they did the good music compilation, Pusha T carried that album. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, what is he talking about? And then after that, like, I mean, Push got some crazy sh Like, he was nominated for Grammys off of a couple of those albums, man, and they were really good, too. Yeah. Even his collab that he had with uh, on that one album that had a lot of collabs. He had the collab with uh, uh, with uh, with 2 Chains and uh, Big Sean. Then he had the one song on there, too, with Chris Brown. The other song with Kendrick Lamar, this is all on one album. The one song he had with uh with Rick Ross, the Hold On, like he had a bunch of he got a lot of solid songs on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the Snitch, I think Snitch record that's, was on there too with him and Pharrell. That's, uh, 
That album is my name is my name. And that's a really fucking great album. That's like one of my favorite Pusha T albums, actually. It might be the favorite Pusha T album that he has from me. Like, I, I think that album was dope as fuck. And I love Jim Jones. Jim Jones got... I, I don't I don't have a solid Jim Jones album that I can listen to without no skips. I don't know if you... Maybe you would no. say the one that got Summer with Miami on there is decent. But it's a couple songs on there that's skippable. But yeah, Jim Jones is not Cameron. You know what I mean? Like Cameron got some where he just be gliding through albums and they'd be like, damn, this was fire. He don't have that. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> staying on my Jim Jones. That's my best advice. Man, to you. Please do, sir. Cause he, I don't know what you're doing. You don't poke the bear. Okay. Um before we get out of here, let me uh, shoot this shameless plug. Join us on Friday at the Amani Immersive Gallery for our singles night. Um, Tommy will be hosting. I'll be there. Um, we'll have karaoke, BYOB, and yeah, come on, have a good time. Downtown Ferndale. Oh, yeah. that was actually a good. That was a good plug, Rodney. I second that emotion. Please come join us. Um, I will be hosting along with Rodney. Um, it's going to be a good event, good times, good laughs, good people. Um, and we'll see you all there. Okay. And on that note, we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace.